Hi everyone, I'm Sava. And I'm Madeline. Welcome to Girls Girls on on a a Soapbox. Today is a special episode, um, special edition, anniversary edition, because Andrew and I got married almost a year ago. Um, I have been in the wedding industry forever. Me and Madeline met in the wedding industry and she was a big part of the florals and the planning and like all the behind the scenes Um, and it was such a special time in my life and in our friendship and so today Madeline is going to interview me about the wedding and I'm going to spill the tea. Spill the tea baby. Yes and Madeline I was thinking too we were talking about it a little before we started recording but Obviously, you can ask questions that you know the answer to. Okay. Because <laughs> I have like really no context for like what people would wonder mm-hmm. because I've just been in the industry for so long that if there are things that like I wouldn't think of that people are curious about. Yeah. The fans, if you will. If you will. And I will. What are we going to call our fans? I don't know. Soapies? Our soapies. <laughs> Our little suds. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I know. Soap scum. The Just kidding. Yeah, Those are the, the people scum who between don't our like toes. Us. Yes. Um, yeah, and we'll just make a quick little like update on for the for our little sudsy babies. Yes. Um Alex just texted me. Yes. Leave us alone, Alex. Can I have the rice from Chewy's? Of course you can. <laughs> Literally, um. <laughs> Alex, that's so respectful that he would text you to ask. He asks me if he can have anything in the fridge, that, like like not, leftovers. Yeah, like leftovers or like anything that I specifically like. Oh, that's so cute. Which is nice, but I'm like, it's literally like, what's mine is yours. Oh my gosh, this triggered my memory. Don't let me forget it later. But speaking of Alex, mm-hmm. Madeline's boyfriend, um, he has a special place in my wedding too. And I want to talk about okay. Alex in regards to my wedding. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to give a little update to all of our foons, if you can call them that. Fans. Yeah. She means. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, we have had like such a plethora of technical, technical difficulties. Oh and so we had to take a, a, a big hiatus from potting. And also life has just been so crazy and we're both settling into like new versions of our lives right now. But we're really excited and I feel like we finally, finally are settling into the the technical side of everything. Yes, meaning that Madeline found us new microphones that are sickening because it's more of like a, like a microphone that you hold like a pop star. Exactly, and then, it's um, giving Britney Spears. Yeah, and then Andrew figured out some technical stuff that was huge for us. Right, so... All of that to say, we're we're back and better than ever for real yeah. this time, and and we're gonna be able to be more consistent now. Yes, we're not more even more regular. consistent, but just regular and consistent. Well, it was so heartbreaking because it. I am still so sad about the episode that we lost to our old microphones. I know. Um. And because I'm, like, useless helping Madeline and all that I can offer to help is my husband on the technical side of things. It's just been 
hard, but I, we have so much to say. We have so many soapboxes on which to climb upon. So true. So anyway, we're happy to be with y'all again. And I guess let's just dive in. I've always had a big dream. I love, this is, this is like a side tangent, but one of my favorite questions of all time is like, if you had five lives to live, what would you like? What career would you have? Yes. And one of my answers is that I would love to be like, um, a talk An interviewer. show host. Yes, exactly. I remember this. So this kind of feels like my mom, you know? It's totally your moment. I'm so excited. And you ask such good questions. Thank you. Um, I'm really diving in um, blind. I don't even know what I'm going to say or what I'm going go to ask. Yeah. But we're just going to go for it. So um, thanks for holding tight with us. We're happy to be back. And let's get into the royal wedding, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Hi, Sava. Hi, Madeline. Uh, Happy almost anniversary. Thank you so much. I cannot believe that it's been almost a year. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually so excited to do this episode because I want to like reflect on it all and soak it in. Sometimes I think because we got married in November, November 12th. Um, We went on our honeymoon and we came back and like, bam, it was Thanksgiving, holidays. Andrew changed jobs in the spring. Like things just got, we did house stuff and this whole year has been like a little bit insane. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I didn't get a lot of time to like really think about the wedding and how much I loved it. Yeah, totally. And I guess I'm just going to let that be my first question. You got married on November 11th. 12th November 12th but my rehearsal dinner was on November 11th okay so you got married on November 12th would you recommend that wedding date or that wedding date within a few weeks give or take okay that's a good question I chose November for two reasons number one we're located in Houston and Andrew and I both wanted our wedding to be here Houston weather is crazy Mm -hmm. and I felt like the best chance we had for good weather was November. Mm -hmm. Really, it doesn't even cool down here until Halloween. Um, And so there's like a very short window of time. I mean, there are some beautiful days in October, but it's kind of like a a gamble. gamble. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't want to do it you know, too close to Thanksgiving or Christmas. And so I felt like I had two weeks, basically the first two weeks of November for a shot at great weather for our location. Yeah. Um, And then number two, Andrew and I both have birthdays in the summer and we're huge into Christmas. And so we have like our I like to spread out celebrations and gifts throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So I had always thought that we would either get married in the spring or the fall um, because I, you know, we've got our summer celebrations, our winter celebrations, and I wanted to spread it out. Yeah, definitely. So I would like absolutely recommend people who are choosing a wedding date to consider like where where they're getting married and the season of it all Mm -hmm. because just because your wedding is inside doesn't mean like you don't want to think about the weather right definitely I mean it's all such a crapshoot anyway you could like 
plan the perfect date and it could be, you know, insane. So don't get too caught up in it. But that's why I chose that date. And because that Saturday was one 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 two two two. November 12th 2022 and so I liked that for yeah. our anniversary yeah so more um like more on the or I guess less on the logistical side but just considering that you went from your wedding to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year to all of these other things did you feel like it gave you obviously you loved your wedding and the whole celebration surrounding it but did you feel like because it backed up to those things, it gave you enough time to soak in the wedding itself. No. Yeah. But I think that's more of like a personal thing to okay. me and Andrew and less so that it would be an issue for everybody. Okay. That's it, it would just ended up being like kind of like a logistically crazy th- time. Mm-hmm. And I got really sick coming back from our honeymoon because I get sick pretty much my body like shuts down after huge moments in my life um as you know so after the wedding and the honeymoon my body just like shut down so it ended up being chaotic for me I don't think that would be an issue for everyone okay that's totally fair Okay, so let's just jump in. What is your biggest regret surrounding your wedding? (sighs) Okay, this is a hard one. um, And I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. But um, because I had been in the industry so long, a lot of the vendors that I chose were like dear personal friends of mine. And my vendor team was almost a little bit like my bridal party. It was really important to me to like have a personal past and connection with everyone I worked with. Um, And that happened for literally 99% of all of my vendors were people that I'd worked with for years and loved. Um, You were part of the floral team of my wedding. Um, But when I was looking for video, all of the... people that I had worked with I uh (laughs) you did you not know that I was gonna talk about this I should have known I really should have known that this would have been your answer but I expected it to be something else honestly which we'll get into do you have a regret that you think that I had I would have expected you to say you would have invited even fewer people oh yeah yeah I think but let's get into that okay um I (laughs) so a lot of the videographers that I knew personally um, weren't available. And so the person that I ended up hiring, I hadn't known. Um, and we, I knew that I wanted a video. Andrew was like on the fence. He didn't care either way because like our photographers were so amazing. I didn't really want anything fancy. I truly just wanted like our parents and siblings speeches and like our dances, like Mm -hmm. almost like, you know, documentary style, not something that I would necessarily post. Um, and very long like personal you know story short we still haven't gotten the video um this is a year later yeah it's a year later And, and for people who don't know what's the average turnaround time would you say 
I think like on the really long end, three months. Yeah. Really, it's like six to eight weeks and like teasers are usually before that. Um, And, you know, there were like some important moments that I do know were missed, like some audio from speeches and that was like really, really hard on me and Andrew to find that out. Um, and it was also really hard because like the vendor team was so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, I took it really, really hard at first. At the end of the day, I have like gotten to a place where I can let it go and and move forward and like be grateful for everything we do have in in terms of like we did get some raw footage and really all that I cared about this sounds like so morbid but our parents are gonna die and I want to like be able to hear their voices and like show our kids how their grandparents you know were and sounded and all that stuff yeah that's all that I really cared about in a video not like some you know music video sequence on the dance floor like that stuff is cool but that's not really what I wanted yeah um and we have some of that footage Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm grateful for I I just have to like move forward but that was tough and I was like kicking myself because I know like I know better yeah well that's what I was gonna ask is what for people who are planning a wedding or a big event in general, but for people specifically who are planning a wedding, what is kind of the lesson on the other end of that? Like, what advice? Can I would you just then give? say that, like, a wedding is not the time to take a chance. Mm. Like, a birthday party, you know, something like go crazy, have your friend do something. And this wasn't a personal friend or anything. This was like a legitimate business. Just You're like it was Madeline and she <laughs> trashed. No, no, <laughs> it was, but it was just someone that I didn't, hadn't worked with personally and yeah. that my three wedding planners hadn't worked with personally either. Um, there were, I won't get into it, but it was like a long list of reasons why I thought it was you know going to be a great fit but I would just say like you need vetted people Mm -hmm. um that have been like you know that either you've personally worked with I guess most people planning their wedding wouldn't have personally worked with videographers considering that the majority of everyone doesn't have the same experience that you or I but specifically you would have get a wedding planner that literally that's what you need to do if you can't afford a wedding planner pay a wedding planner for an hour of their time to give you vetted vendor recommendations Mm -hmm. um I used to be a wedding planner and I still literally had three like yeah everyone needs it it's not it's not a luxury. I mean, really, like, a wedding is a luxury. Right. Um, I think that, like, getting married is going to the courthouse and, sure. and getting the marriage license, which, which we did. A wedding is something else entirely, mm-hmm. and it is a really, 
logistically intricate event and like you need someone a professional to like guide it and to protect your investment Mm -hmm. because even if you don't have a wedding planner like you are paying a lot for everything having someone to manage your investment and to ensure that it goes smoothly and correctly is everyone needs that so I guess yeah don't look on the knot or wedding wire don't like google it no don't find a trusted wedding planner get their recommendations and follow it not like your friend who just got married or like whatever and if if that's out of your budget then um then like I I would literally ask call a great wedding planning firm and ask if you can like pay them for an hour of their time yeah I think that's really solid advice just because like your vendors are everything yeah so I think the the idea of hiring a wedding planner for an hour for their trusted opinion and input is really great advice considering that there are tons of people out there who really can't afford yeah to get a wedding planner for their wedding or just people who really want to do kind of what they perceive would be the easier smaller version of yeah you know the whole big thing yeah so I think that's really solid advice I would say that my most solid piece of wedding advice and this is like if you are a woman planning a wedding and you're marrying a man, this is a great thing to talk to him about. Um, think about it this way. When you're planning a wedding, you have three things. Your guest count, your budget, and how everything looks. And you can choose two. Mm-hmm. So get really honest with yourself. If you don't want to spend a crazy amount of money and you want it to look a certain way, then you need to slash your guest count. Yeah. And if you want to invite everyone you've ever met and like you you both have big families and you want it to look a certain way, then you need to be real about what that's going to cost. Right. So really my best piece of wedding advice usually is to like slash your guest count. Yeah. I and of course like it varies from person to person some people like that is their passion point is having 200 people and that's like really what sparks joy for the couple then I say a thousand percent go for it Mm -hmm. but I'm a huge fan of like getting quality time with everyone and getting to like do more with less people for sure and I would in so far as you are able, a wedding planner or like a wedding coordinator should be at the very top of your list. Um, this is like going into a whole sales pitch, but basically like let's say you have the same exact wedding budget with a planner and without a planner. I think that the wedding that costs the exact same with a planner looks 8,000 times different and better because they can professionally guide your spending so that you get like the highest return on investment. Um, So 
I think a lot of people may think of it as like this like luxury that they like, you know, can do without with. And I, I really don't see it this way. So that's just a piece of advice. I know that it's not for everyone. Um, but consider that. Okay. Yeah. Consider that considered. Um, okay. Well, so then let's talk about what the vision for how you wanted your wedding to feel emotionally? Yes. Um, That's a really good question. I think that me and Andrew are both very sentimental Mm -hmm. and we wanted our wedding to feel sentimental and to feel really like completely personal and, and like sweet. I don't know. I, I think that we thought about this is probably going to be the only time in our lives that this group of people is under the same roof. It's a crazy opportunity. Like childhood friends, your family, his family, his childhood friends. Like it's crazy that that group of people will never be together all together again. And so we wanted to like fully take advantage of that. And, um, soak it in for what it was and I think our vision too for how it would feel outside of that outside of like pure joy celebration sentimental was we wanted it to feel like it could have happened at any time like it we could have been like there in the 50s there now we wanted it to feel like just completely Timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you were kind of imagining how you wanted it to feel, I'm sure a lot of what lends to that is who's going to be there. Yes. So how did you make that decision? How did you make that decision? How many guests did you have? How many did you start with on your original list? Okay, that's a really good question. When we got engaged, I we started like a shared list and basically my MO with everything like with shopping with parties is like add everything to the cart and then cut from there so Mm -hmm. basically we got everything out of our brain like family extended family friends blah 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 and got it all on a piece of paper or on a excel sheet and um then we pared down from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember how many you started with? I want to say we had like maybe a little over a hundred at first. Okay. Um, Andrew has a big family and I don't at all. And so that was something else that was like hard because you kind of like want it to be equal between the two sides yeah but then it's crazy like let's say just for example you had a hundred people and his family is 50 people and yours is 10 then do you have like 40 of friends and he gets no friends like how do you do that Mm -hmm. um and that that was like a conversation that we had um and I, I do think, like, we also wanted to start by asking our parents, uh, just as, like, a sign of respect. Not everybody has to do this, depending on the situation. But, like, who would you like there? Is there anybody, like, outside of these family people that, you know, 
you want. And both of our parents were very lucky. We're, we're like, no, not at all. This is your wedding. Yeah. Um, but we had over 100 people. And we ended up cutting it to, I want to say, 75. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having like 73 people there. Okay. So knowing that number, would you... Knowing the number how the wedding went, how it felt. Do you think that was a good number? Do you think you could have invited more? Do you think you could have invited less? Um, I felt like it was a great number. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like I am so happy with every single person that was there, but like, of course I'm, I'm very like truly the smaller, the better. Yeah. My biggest thing is I just like don't want to have any regrets in life. So if there was anybody that would be there that I would regret down the years not having, then of course I want to invite them. But I think people kind of get sucked into like, oh, well, like I have to invite, you know, let's say my boss. And then if I invite my boss, I have to invite my coworkers. And then I have to invite the, and it kind of snowballs. Right. And before you know it, um, my boss was there, <laughs> our boss. And, and you were, we technically were my coworker, but you were also like all very dear friends of mine. And so it's definitely case by case. But Andrew at first was like, should I invite my boss? And then if I do like there, are, he, he was at a company where he had like four or five bosses and then co-workers and it was gonna end up being like 20 people with plus ones and then he was like no do you know what I don't think I want any of them do you think they'd be upset and I was like no no of course not like don't worry about it and he ended up like moving to a different job like two months after the wedding and it's like okay if you don't see this person like deeply in your life in 10 years um then I, I, everybody has different criteria. I don't, I don't really want to paint with like a super broad brush, Yeah, but I am always for smaller, smaller, smaller guest counts yeah. cut, cut. Um, well, and I think this is something that a lot of people really struggle with. And in my, in my experience in the wedding industry and also in my, my personal life where I've had Lots of friends get married, lots of friends planning on getting married who have really, really struggled with the guest list of it all. Mm-hmm. How, because I'm guessing you had to end up cutting friends, right? Yeah, yeah. So how did you decide who you were going to keep and who you weren't going to keep? Because I have really seen people struggle with. Oh, that's a hard You know, question. there's friend groups a lot of oh, times. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. person I am going to keep, but this person I don't really want to keep. But is it going to hurt their feelings because this person was invited? So basically my question is, how did you make that decision? And how did you overcome the feelings of like the political, for lack of a better word, guilt of the wedding That's guest a lists? good question. That's a really good question. I think... I, I really feel, and I hope that this is true, that this whole perception is changing. Yeah. I do think you're right Literally, about that. like, going to the grocery store now in this economy, you could spend, like, $2,000 on a cart full of groceries. Like, mm-hmm. things are so expensive. And most people that I know are 
if not completely, then at least a paint partly paying for their own wedding. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel as personal anymore. You know, I feel like back in the day, like it was so traditional. The, the bride's parents pay for everything. There are 200 people on the list. It's just like a different world that we live in. Like weddings now, when you break everything down, you're spending like between sometimes like really between like a thousand and three thousand dollars per guest yeah that's Um, crazy and and so I would hope that most people would be understanding just because it truly isn't personal now if you are you know having 300 people and you invite the whole friend group besides one person yeah of course that's pointed but if you're like really you know struggling and maybe you love someone but it just doesn't fit into like some of your criteria my like general advice is to be like honest Especially because some people, like, if they're having a smaller wedding, they're still maybe including certain friends and, like, other wedding events. Mm-hmm. I would be super honest up front and just be like, hey, like, we're breaking the money of it down and um, and we are, like, you know, trying to do something, like, su- super intimate And, you know, there are people that, like, I'm kind of on the spot, so, like, maybe this will sound shitty, like, maybe make it sound nicer, but, like, there are people that I would love to be there, but, like, we're we're being a little brutal with our guest list. Like, I wanted to let you know up front, like, how much I love you, and, like, I'm absolutely not expecting a gift. Like, I don't know. I hope you understand. Whatever. Like, I, I want to celebrate with you. We're, we're just keeping our, our wedding really intimate and like, I love you, you know, type of a thing. I, my best policy is to be upfront. And if you can, if there is like one of your friends getting married and you don't get an invitation that you thought you were going to get, this is one thing that I will never, ever get upset about Yeah, because I, I know, I know how much it costs. I know like how hard certain family dynamics are. And like, I know that I can be completely and totally loved and just not maybe fit in to, and, and that's totally fine. Yeah. And I think at a different point in my life, I might have taken it more personally Mm -hmm. but now I mean especially having worked in the wedding industry and seeing friends get married my opinions changed a lot but I definitely could see at a different time taking it more personally but I don't think that that's a harsh thing the way that you kind of laid it out I think that's a super fair thing I think too as as a bride um if you go this route which I think there are so many pros like to having a smaller guest list, then you do kind of want to take some of the onus on you just to like either reach out to people personally who you think may be surprised or just kind of like give general blanket 
statements to friend groups like oh yeah we're keeping it really small or like family mostly or or what you know whatever your particular case is so that nobody feels like blindsided or or like it's personal yeah and then yeah on the flip side if you are someone who doesn't get invited seriously like please don't take it personally especially for a wedding yeah definitely so that kind of leads me to my next question. Explain to the people what you did for bridal party and why you made that decision. Okay. Um, and then I have a follow-up question. Oh, okay, good. Um, so me and Andrew didn't have a bridal party. We had my little sister was my maid of honor and his little brother was his best man. Um, and my uh, Andrew's brother's now wife was my house party which if you don't know that's like a kind of a southern thing yeah I didn't almost know. it's almost like a like an usher and really like she didn't necessarily have to do anything it was more like a like a honor to like have our family included in the program and stuff um but really we kind of because our wedding was small we considered every single person who was there our bridal party um because it was all either family or like extremely close friends and so we just had our siblings and then in our invitation we had a card explaining to everyone all of the guests that they were our bridesmaids and groomsmen Mm -hmm. and that's how we invited them to dress like in our wedding colors as Mm -hmm. if they were bridesmaids and groomsmen. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to the aesthetics of the entire, the (laughs) whole, the the aesthetics of it all in a moment. So we'll, we'll go back to that. But as for like my decision, our decision on bridal party, a couple of reasons really, I guess because it was so small, everyone, I, I didn't want, if we had 70 people and 10 of them were standing up at the altar, that felt, you know, I don't know. It just wasn't for you. No, it just wasn't for me. And I, there were good friends of mine that like would have been my bridesmaids. For sure. But instead of like having them buy a certain dress or like get their hair and makeup done at six in the morning, we like, celebrated throughout the engagement together Mm -hmm. and like we went on like a little quote-unquote bachelorette trip like I still had the experience of celebrating with my friends definitely but I didn't feel like it was something that I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and I I would like really yeah I loved not having it and I hope that my friends did too like I did have those conversations with the girls like you who Mm -hmm. like would have been my bridesmaid I was like hey I'm not doing a bridal party but you are like my bridesmaid in my heart I love you no and I think you explained it super well and I think what is interesting to me is that I when when my wedding comes to be I see it with a very small guest list as well, probably right around the number that you fell at. But I envision it with a bridal party. Yeah. And I know that Alex wants, I want bridesmaids. Alex wants groomsmen. So I just think it's interesting to have both perspectives, both perspectives, 
that sit around the same guest count. Yeah. Um, but even with that being said, even considering that you will be a bridesmaids for bridemaid, what, you know what I'm saying? Yes. For me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is also just kind of like an invitation for other people. It doesn't always have to go both ways. And I knew like there's there's kind of again the the wedding politics of it all yes and in some worlds I'm not saying all people but in some worlds people might think like well Sava didn't have me as a bridesmaid so I'm not gonna have her as a bridesmaid or Sarah asked me to be a bridesmaid so I have to have her as a bridesmaid in my wedding Mm -hmm. I don't know a Sarah I'm just making something up you know what I mean where like you feel like you have to have 30 bridesmaids because you were in 30 weddings right right but I just think I I mean of course remember your friends like know your friends and where they're coming from because it never felt personal to me at all that you weren't having bridesmaids and I can go out on a limb and speak for your other friends and say they completely understood that as well and I think like a big part of that is like my friends are very cool but also because I did explain it to them exactly I am like a huge proponent in especially with wedding stuff because it all feels so emotional to everyone but just in life in general you can't hold people to expectations that they don't know about so Mm -hmm. you need to just be upfront and talk to people about right. stuff so that you can stop the hurt feelings before they happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like very inspired by like, you know, royal weddings everywhere. And I loved that um, for those, I think like I'm thinking specifically of Kate Middleton just having her sister Pippa. And I loved God, the, I love that name. I do too. I loved the thought of that. And also I'm I was very, very I don't know if controlling is the word, but I knew exactly kind of how I wanted my little sister to look and like her vibe. And you can boss your little sister around, but you don't want to like boss around your adult friends you know what I mean and I just wanted to be able to be like to all my friends like wear whatever you want and my little sister like I I got all of her like her dress I had custom made her um hair pins I had custom made I picked her shoes and she's my sister and she just wanted to do whatever I wanted and didn't care so she just let me have fun with it and that was a really fun experience yeah so I it worked really well for me and for Andrew um he like really just wanted that time with his brother he's close really close with a lot of his cousins um but they all got to like hang out and celebrate so it, it it wasn't there was nothing really that we did with a bridal I don't know how to explain it like we celebrated with our loved ones you did, so, yeah. so and it felt like they were our bridesmaids and groomsmen just without the formality and like the requirements that came with it right um, and that was kind of something that you had explained to me which I wouldn't have felt any differently had you not explained it but I appreciated just kind of the forethought to go ahead and explain it to me and other friends but even just you explaining like I want you to be able to just be and enjoy and I don't want you to feel like you have responsibilities on the day and I don't want you to feel like you have responsibilities to 
a dress and to getting your makeup done and to getting your hair done. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. That's how I felt. I mean, and I... uh, But I'm going to be like, Sava. (laughs) I do expect that. No, No, and I will be (laughs) so excited to do it for you. I think, like, this is my huge things with weddings in general, just being in the industry for so long and watching brides and grooms and, you know, go through it. So many decisions are made because of what like you are quote unquote like supposed to do Mm -hmm. not you most people don't even think like do I want a bridal party they just think like I'm going to have one yeah and and it's not the right decision for everyone so my best advice is like question everything yeah if there is anything with your wedding that you don't feel strongly about throw it out yeah because because there's eight billion decisions to be made so if there is a single one that isn't a huge passion point for you throw it out yeah if you don't care like either way about favors don't have favors for sure you know if you like are happy just without a bridal party then don't don't even go there don't save yourself but if it is a passion point, of course, lean in. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying that like mine are the way to go. I'm no. just saying I really enjoyed wedding planning because I had an unfair advantage, which is that like I knew the process for years and years, but it just allowed me to, for every single category, be like, do I care about this? Right. And feel confident to, you know toss it if I wanted to yeah definitely okay I love that well let's get into more of the the look of it all okay okay so we talked about the feel of what you wanted the wedding to be but what was the look that you wanted it to be um tell me about your colors tell me about the like when you walked into the wedding what did you want it to inspire I wanted it to feel very, like, residential, like if I was Jackie O or, like, some princess in the 50s or whatever, and I was, like, hosting something, like, fabulous at my home, that's what I wanted it to feel like. And it really started with the venue. Me and Andrew, there's this, like, We wanted it to be in Houston and in the very heart of Houston, like tucked in between all of these high rises is um, this garden club. Um, And it's just this garden in the middle of the city and with a home in the middle of it, um, like a a building. And it was built like a hundred years ago and it's been in Houston forever. And, um, it was a very like old school um and and i just loved it so much and so we kind of started with the venue as our blank slate mm-hmm. and because it was it literally looks like a home with a garden and so um i when i was like picking decor and branding and linens i kind of like wanted it to feel like it belonged there so everything flowed seamlessly but my general aesthetic was very like neutral but textural timeless and elegant but like clean and modern 
So, I mean, I don't know. How would, uh, am I like two in the weeds right now? How would you describe it? Because I'm like, have so many thoughts in my head. I think, I mean, I think you described it very well. Um, You had like whites, creams, neutrals, greens. Yes. So it was gold. Yeah. It was a very warm neutral. It yes. wasn't because you can go cool neutral or you can go warm neutral and you yeah. went very warm neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I don't want to say like rustic because it was not rustic in any way, but like, um, gosh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Homey. Well, yes, but like old Italian, like again, it wasn't even Italian, but like European. It was pretty European, yes. And I, it had the like timeless warmth of like I'm having such a hard time explaining it, but it, it had the warmth of like a hundred years ago in Europe. Oh, Madeline, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Um yeah, I I was very, very simple with my inspiration. Um and I think it's because I really really trusted all of my vendors and because I think people put themselves in a trap of like a thousand pictures on Pinterest and like Mm -hmm. making a you know 20 page like Canva board like there's definitely a time and place for that but I think you can like pigeonhole yourself with too many inspiration photos um and if you are working with really talented people the less like actual photos you send them the better and okay this is something I really want to talk about and this is what my photographer who's amazing gave me this homework and it changed everything for me because I think sometimes like when you're pinning stuff specifically you see like one little detail in the photo that you like and all of a sudden you have like 6,000 pictures and someone else looking at it doesn't know why you liked that picture right um so they're like oh she likes pink okay and really you didn't you don't like pink at all you liked the variety of the flower or whatever so she was like if you um had a like all the money in the world money is no object out you know you won the lottery a billion times over and you were going to like host a party at your house what would your house look like What would you wear? Like, what kind of art would be hanging in your house? What would you serve? And, like, who would be there? And would you have entertainment, like, at this fabulous, like, house party that you have? Mm -hmm. Um, And that really helped me because my inspiration was home, like, home interiors, A, fashion, like, what I would wear, art, and um, food, like what I would serve and entertainment, like who I would have there. And so none of it was pictures of other people's weddings. Mm. That is my biggest piece of advice a thousand times over. Do not pin like photos of weddings. Yeah. They are on Pinterest because they have already happened. Mm -hmm. So like by nature, what you're doing is like asking another professional to like, copy something right which like that's not bad but 
you have the opportunity to do something like that is just for you and and the person that you get to marry um so if you can like find your wedding vibe with only pictures of fashion like architectural interiors art um and food that is the best way to pinpoint your vibe yeah I think that's really great advice it helped me a lot yeah and I think it helped my vendors because like Mm -hmm. they got to see kind of more abstract and inspiration and do what they do best which is be creative I know I was gonna say having too many photos speaking as a like a wedding florist having too many photos just crushes your creativity because then you're like okay how do I copy this right exactly it's so different to say to have someone say like this is how I want it to feel versus this is what I want it to look like exactly yeah it's so different oh a thousand percent and that is why it's so crucial and important to like be in love with your vendors because then you can be like here is my favorite piece of abstract art that captures the essence of like what I want this to feel like run with it yeah and you can trust them to do it Mm -hmm, definitely okay so next question what is so you were super into the details of it all yes what were your top three favorite details okay um my number one favorite detail um I just posted about this was I am extremely sentimental and so is Andrew and throughout the year every year since we've dated we always like keep little things like little souvenirs in a in a box like you know a menu from our anniversary dinner I would like take oyster shells whenever we had oysters, you know, receipts from things we did. And when we were dating and he would bring me flowers, I would always like keep a flower. Um, And so I had for the longest time, like just a closet full of like dead flowers. Um, And I had no idea what I was going to use them for. Um, They were just like brown and dying. Um, But I just couldn't like part with them. And he brought me flowers all the time. It was so sweet and I loved keeping it. Um, And then when he proposed, uh, you and Fong created this like floral installation on the ground where he proposed and I couldn't bear to part with any of those flowers either and there were so many I literally had to keep them in a shed to dry so we're engaged and I have literally like moving boxes full of dead flowers no idea what to do with them I worked with my stationer um who is amazing and we found this woman I forget I think she was in Chicago who made handmade paper with all of the we shipped her the the dead flowers and she uh like tore them up and worked them into this handmade paper Mm -hmm. and then sent us back all of this paper that was literally made from the flowers that Andrew had gotten me like or it was so cool and I we used it to like write our private vows to each other but I also wanted all of the guests to have a little piece of it too because we had so much of this paper and I was like oh my gosh it would be so cool to do our programs on this Mm -hmm. 
but I didn't want to just do a program. I, I, this was like kind of a complicated idea, but it was my favorite detail from the wedding. Um, our stationer made a little book cover out of all of these pieces of flower paper and each guest had their own book. And the first page was like a little note explaining how the paper was made, a little uh, prayer that we had written for our wedding day. And then every guest had a handwritten letter that me or Andrew wrote, like just thanking them for everything. Mm -hmm. And we had an itinerary of the night, like explaining to people how the night was going to go. Um, just cause some, I feel like guests like to know what's going to happen and like, you know, when's cake gonna happen or when are we taking photos? So we had that. And then we also had a QR code that linked to all of the wedding photos Mm -hmm. so that everybody could get them afterwards. Um, and that, that was like a really special thing that, um, everybody got and it was so detail heavy. That's just like what I love. Yeah. It was super beautiful. I I am the type of person that um, I give everyone their gifts early. I can't wait for Christmas. I can't wait for birthdays. And so I wanted everyone to have their like thank you cards mm-hmm. at the wedding Up itself. Front, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was sweet. And I was glad we got to do that. And um, okay, what was my other favorite detail besides all of them? Um... I kind of going along with the first one, all of the branding that our stationer did, like from our save the dates, which were gift boxes um, to our invitations um, that had to be hand delivered because uh, (laughs) I used like uh, vintage stamps that don't actually go through the the postal system all of the like signage and everything I loved she was just amazing um all of the flowers Mm. that you and Fong did really like my ceremony talk about the ceremony flowers that y'all did because those I, I just like blew my mind oh my gosh okay so let's just first say so Sava did all white yes for her flowers and if there's one thing that like <laughs> crushes my soul, generally speaking, yes, it's an all white floral wedding. I know. But the way that you did it was really beautiful. And that's kind of the one thing. So Sava and I have talked a good bit about how we have very, very different aesthetics. And even today we were laughing because we both wore a similar like a similar top. It's of the same family for sure, but Sava is always much more polished and I am (laughs) much more eclectic, I would say. Sava's like very, very classic. I'm more eclectic. Love. And so we're wearing like the same top, but Sava's got like a slicked, nice hairdo with like a beautiful silk scarf (laughs) and like this really classic skirt. And I have like messy braids and the similar top Your and flower like pants. yeah so all of that to say you and I there's a, a ton of overlap but there's like our Venn diagrams have crossover but there's a lot on the other sides yes. that don't cross over mm-hmm. and so my my dream like my dream wedding to design for is like 
full color everything everywhere and Saba came to our boss and myself and said I want all white please (laughs) but what I loved that you did is that and and this goes even for your home like you and I are the places we live look so different I'm full color like warm full color and you are warm neutral and even in your home it's not it's not like the classic sterile all white beige home it's super warm it's very inviting and the way that you make that work I think is because you really lay on texture a ton of texture and and that's really the key that I think a lot of people who think they want to do neutral neutral that's where they really miss the mark and you really warmed it up by having lots of texture yeah so what we did for the flowers is we wanted it to look so Sava had this incredibly extravagant ball gown style (laughs) dress which we can talk about later but this gorgeous gorgeous dress that had a lot of texture in itself um but we wanted it to look we wanted the flowers to proportionally match her dress in that we did a ground installation so basically what that means is we had a bunch of floor pieces on the ground floor arrangements and we put them at separate heights, like on risers, so it looked essentially like Sava and Andrew were standing in a meadow, like yes. a wild meadow. Oh my gosh. And let me tell y'all, so, and because we got, we, our venue was literally a garden, mm-hmm. but we got, the ceremony was inside, and so we wanted to like bring the garden inside. inside. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and so because it was all white and and our boss Fong and I both also they all hate white and I knew it as I was asking them to do it that like they would not at first I knew that you guys would push back but I knew that ultimately like it would be insane because when you don't have color to like paint with I guess it Mm -hmm. all comes out in the texture because I didn't want it to be boring right obviously and y'all killed it yeah so exactly thank you (laughs) we didn't want it to look one-dimensional and so we overloaded in texture so it's hard to explain and people honestly are really just gonna have to go to your Instagram to see it yeah and get the full effect but we had probably, I'm trying to count in my head real quick, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think we had between nine to 12 different floor pieces that made up the entirety of this staging the area. Yeah, yeah yes. like the altar, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I literally was like, what no, do you call it? Know. Yeah, so, um, and it was in a semicircle that you walked into and it looked like you were just walking into this meadow and we literally took tree branches yeah like if not just full ass trees and put them in these little troughs that we painted white and we took actual trees and took like I I was driving this like rickety old pickup truck at the time (laughs) and so we like took my pickup truck around town 
and literally y'all foraged yeah we took these like loppers and foraged branches and that is the difference people like I am telling you when you hire people that are like true artists I mean Madeline and Fong are so talented and it's crazy to me to think of y'all like in this truck with like basically machetes like hacking down branches and like building something for me and Andrew and they like you heard Madeline talking about um they like had photos of my dress and literally like designed the ceremony around my dress and around the venue like they knew me knew my vision and made something better than I could ever have like explained to them Mm -hmm. you know because they got the vibe and there's this picture of Andrew when I'm walking down the aisle and he literally is like surrounded by like these branches and this gorgeous it looks like he is in I can't even describe it yeah like a meadow and it's so gorgeous and there are pictures of us like standing at the altar together holding hands and like there are branches growing around us and like it looks like it's growing up from the floor I just I love it yeah and that's kind of the yeah so we took these huge branches and we are literally like zip tying them trying to like find places that we can hold them upright and it just uh, making it look like the ground piece. It starts at the ground and it grows up the tree. And I mean, we literally tried to recreate like a small forest behind you. you and you did. <laughs> and um, I, again, it's there's only so much that I can explain without people being able to see it. So you really have to go look at Sava's Instagram to yeah. get the full, literally get the full picture of it. Yeah. Um, but we we wanted it to feel warm we didn't use any really big blooms for the altarpiece it was a lot of laterals which for people who aren't florists those are just the longer stemmed flowers that don't necessarily have a big what we would call like a big head like a rose or a peony it doesn't have a big head it just has smaller blooms that crawl up the flower think like a big piece of asparagus no literally yeah exactly (laughs) and um and we we wanted to do this because though we wanted to make us literally make a scene and create a backdrop for Sava and Andrew we also wanted to make sure that Sava and Andrew were the focal point beyond anything. Stop. So I, and bear in mind that the ceremony was indoors in this older house. So the, the floors were like this dark wood. So all of the chairs that we had for the ceremony matched the floors exactly. And the, because I wanted them to kind of like blend in Mm -hmm. and look like they belonged in the home. Um, And then the the like installation that y'all made kind of like it it fit well as crazy as that sounds like it fits so well in the space. Yeah yeah so that's what we did for the altar and then for your um, centerpieces we did singular 
varieties of flowers per each arrangement. Yeah. So like one arrangement was like all garden roses. Mm -hmm. um, And then one arrangement was like all sweet peas. Yeah. And they did them in these like vessels. Literally, they had like they were concrete vintage vessels from Europe, I think, that were shipped over with live moss on them Mm -hmm. and because each arrangement was all one type of flower it looked like they were growing in a garden together yeah Uh, oh my gosh and I just remembered in the garden itself there were these hedges in arches like the Mm. actual garden itself had they had grown these arches um out of like what I guess uh, just a boxwood a boxwood yeah and um y'all worked garden roses into it mm-hmm. like you brought in white garden roses and pulled that put them into the arch so that it looked like they were literally growing within the garden mm-hmm. I loved yeah. that it was super special and you uh, there's pretty much like no one else that I would have done all white for but you just you knew how to do it well thank you yeah so that was a lot of fun to get to do I and then I guess the third detail that was my favorite. Um, I loved this will be a two parter and they're they're just little. I loved my cake. Mm-hmm. That's my, what I was thinking. My cake, what did not look like a wedding cake. My cake baker is great friends with Fong, the florist. Um, my our boss and uh she made the cake to literally look like one of the centerpieces she like handmade flowers out of sugar and like the quote-unquote cake was like the vase and people literally didn't know that it was a cake yeah and I, I mean if I may I'll speak on this a little bit because I made the arrangement oh my gosh yeah so that I, she based the cake off of. yeah so I I designed the arrangement and then delivered it to Becca and oh she gosh. literally so it was crazy from my end to see an arrangement that I designed literally turned into a cake and she nailed it I mean she absolutely nailed it it was was crazy crazy. nobody had any idea that that was the cake people literally had no idea but because the cake was so small we had uh tiny little cakes passed so everybody got their own little cake Mm -hmm. um and then yeah that that was one of my favorite details too yeah okay so let's talk now we've talked aesthetics we've talked feel we've talked guest count yes what were your top three favorite moments beginning Um, to end okay so I'm like a big experience girl whenever I'm like planning something I like to think about it from like the guest's perspective and um because me and all my planners didn't just plan the wedding we planned like the entire day So my favorite moment, um, I had designed the day so that I would the night before have a sleepover with my mom and sister and we all woke up in this huge bed in this beautiful hotel, um, and got to like spend the morning listening to like Mama Mia and like just holding hands and it was just 
so sweet. And I had designed the day so that Andrew and his parents and brother all like had a sleepover the night before and got to hang out. We're both like very close with our families. And so it felt like very special to have those like mornings with our immediate family. Um, My dad wasn't there because I had planned a first look with my dad, which was like such a such a special moment too. But um, that morning getting ready with my mom and sister was amazing. Getting to walk down the aisle with my dad, I'll cry again. Um, But I think that one was like a threefold favorite moment because my favorite song of all time. Um, And Andrew and I met at church and we had, uh, we surprised everyone before I walked down the aisle, a gospel choir came out and sang Amazing Grace. Mm -hmm. And then the doors opened and I got to walk down with my dad hearing my favorite song with I love my dad so much and see Andrew Mm -hmm. all in one moment. It was completely overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that was such a favorite. And then um, I think getting to change into my reception dress and dance Mm -hmm. with everyone, that was... That was so much fun. So I think those were like my big three, my big three moments. Yeah, it was really, really special. I've been to a lot of weddings and it, what you set out to do really landed. Madeline. And it really felt cozy and warm and I loved that I got to spend time with you yes and I did too oh let let, that, let us not forget about Alex <laughs> yeah Alex mm-hmm. understood the fucking assignment yes so when he got the card like everyone got the card um that said you know y'all are our bridesmaids and groomsmen here are the colors for the wedding if, if you'd like to dress like our bridal party um and everyone looked amazing but Alex guy fashion is very hard and it's hard to be creative and one of our colors was green and Alex wore this like gorgeous green it was like a sage suit and he had all these necklaces Alex is very cool yeah thank y'all the two of y'all looked in crayon thank you and um he had like this gold necklace with a teddy bear and a pearl necklace and like was he wearing glasses? He wore his tinted glasses. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so cool. And my parents were just like, "Oh my god, this is like the coolest man alive." Um I love there's a photo somewhere of Alex and your mom and I'm standing yeah. there. I'm talking, but it's really <laughs> just like Alex and your mom like engulfed in one another. Yes. Also, let's talk about your mom. Oh my god, she, she looked, looked hot. So good. She looked so, so good. stunning. Yes. And I treated like all of our immediate family kind of as the bridal party, mm-hmm. so I did explicitly like <laughs> I strongly suggested like what to wear and my mom had this like tan satin like column number with like this huge freshwater pearl choker cult Gaia choker cult Gaia shoes cult Gaia purse she 
and oh like my mind God. the fact that she's already one of the most stunning women she's gorgeous to ever the, yes like, oh, she's so beautiful i know she took my breath away literally she's so she looked I perfect know. like she looked to me obviously you stole the show but i hate to say it your mom was like a close second i know <laughs> she looked amazing esme my little sister she, she looked so good with um, she was just such a peach she looked like like a forest fairy yeah but like from the 50s she had like this custom I would say gown. more like from the like 1800s do you think yes. oh i'm obsessed she had this like ruffle neck collar that came up with these like puffed sleeves her hair was in this like braided crown with um these like porcelain flowers had been like pinned into it she looked sickening andrew looked so damn looked good so good him and my dad both had this like and his dad and brother had this like black tux sickening and then he changed into a white dinner jacket he looked so good everyone looked so good everyone looked so good yes i loved really perfectly It, it all pulled together so perfectly wow we have like five percent left so i want to okay get like you know really get into kind of some closing thoughts and comments yes um okay when you look back and someone says like oh my gosh how was your wedding or like what did you think about your wedding what is like the first thought that comes to mind i think the memory of your wedding I think like really this is such like a dumb cop-out answer but if somebody just said like what was your wedding it really was like me and Andrew say this all the time like it was the best day Mm -hmm. of our lives and not because of like how it looked or my dress or anything like that although that was amazing was because I think like we were lucky enough to take it as the opportunity that it was and we talked about this like the whole time we were engaged and even before like this wedding is an opportunity to like love on our friends and family Mm -hmm. to like celebrate this love that we both feel incredibly lucky to have and to have like so much fun not just on the wedding itself but planning it and so like we took full advantage of that we knew what we were investing in we were on the same page about like what we wanted it to look like and how it wanted to be so and you never get an opportunity like that in your life. It's crazy to spend that much money on a party. But it's like, it is so cool and so fun. And we got to like make our family feel so special, make our friends feel special, like celebrate each other. And it was in it was the best day yeah and the funnest time getting to plan it all and so I don't see it as the most like how do I say this it wasn't like all the extra stuff that made it special of course at the end of the day like marrying Andrew that's all that I wanted but we could have done that like I would have married him like in a dumpster (laughs) yeah that that wasn't I would have married him anywhere and we would have had 
still the most amazing marriage and, yeah. and love story but getting to like be fully present to like appreciate and celebrate mm-hmm. god that was so fun yeah and I think knowing you and Andrew I I've been like beyond fortunate enough to get to know you and Andrew together and just through living with you for a stint and and just like having Andrew and Alex become like buddies and and then like coming here and spending time with y'all in your new home to do the podcast and all of these things I obviously there are people in your life who know you two together better than I do but I do feel like I know y'all you know us so well and so thinking back on your wedding if I can share my side of it is that it was so stunning obviously and it was so well thought out but when I think back to your wedding I don't really like that's not where my mind goes truly what I feel when I think about it is like I remember hugging you Mm. and I remember hugging your mom and I remember hugging Isabel and like mm. and so I think that just speaks to how well you set the feeling for everyone. Aww. And that's really the ultimate takeaway is like being able to present the feeling and the experience of love. And you both did that so well. And when I think about you and Andrew, I think about like the sweetness of who y'all are together and as individuals. And it just really, it it did shine through on your wedding day. So despite all of the beautiful, beautiful details, what I feel in my heart, like as a memory of your wedding was like, I can see everyone sitting down before you walked in and everyone's looking around at each other and everyone's smiling and everyone is like giddy with anticipation and everyone's reaching out and grabbing hands and like I'm squeezing Isabel on the shoulders because she's sitting right in front of me and and like we're all hugging and just like the genuine the genuine joy that your guests had for you two doesn't come just because you host a wedding it be it it, that happens only when the people getting married truly have that in their hearts and in their lives Mm. and all of that to say is you can plan the most extravagant wedding with all the money in the world but if it, but it, it it all comes down to who the people are that are getting married. A thousand percent. And, and, um, and vice versa. You can have like, you know, something super casual in your backyard and it can suck if it's not like full of love or right. like thought. Yeah. So none of it at the end of the day comes down to the money or the details, although those things are so fun. But my point is the reason your wedding landed so perfectly was because it was for you and for Andrew and and it encapsulated the way that y'all live your everyday lives Madeline that is the best compliment ever and I mean I've already like obviously planned your wedding in my head (laughs) we've talked about it at length but um 
your wedding is going to be perfect for you and it's going to be so different than mine. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's like the big lesson from all of this is that like your wedding will be good if it's completely yours. Yeah. And I think that when people think about wedding planning, probably the first word that comes up is like stress, money, family. If you and your partner decide to get married, that is such a beautiful thing. If you decide to have like a wedding, that's such a beautiful thing. Think of it as an opportunity. If you're gonna spend the money, think of it like a vacation, like Mm -hmm. something that you would plan and like plan to have fun at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do something this big and even if it's like 10 people, it's a big deal to Mm -hmm. throw a wedding. It is an opportunity to like create a core memory. Yeah. Basically, I wanted to end this whole thing talking about my wedding is, um, of course, if anybody has any wedding questions, DM because I love talking about weddings. But basically, like, your wedding will be amazing if you do exactly, like, what you want to do. And if you, like, take care of your guests. Basically, the synopsis is plan your wedding for yourself and your partner like you would a vacation. You, like, invest money and experiences. You, like, pick and choose. You do exactly what you want to do and plan for your guests the way you would for like a party like a dinner at your house so take care of yourselves make it true to you and then take care of your guests um and it'll be amazing I love it okay all right well thank you so much for chatting with us about your wedding of course we'll see y'all next time when we're talking about Madeline's future wedding future wedding all right love ya love ya bye. bye